Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday morning, we have episodes, Sword of the Spirit, based upon Ephesians chapter 6. As we go out each morning and to face the day, we need to be dressed for success, wearing the full armor of God, because the enemy will be attacking And part of that armor is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So in keeping with that, as we go through this episode, we cover scriptures as we talk about different topics. So today's topic is deceived, and I'm referring to the first woman in the world, the mother of us all, Eve. I looked at the internet and I found 20 famous women in the Bible, heroines and harlots, biblical women who impacted their world, by Mary Fairchild, updated in November 2nd, 2020. Well, I hope you'll read it. There's a lot of interesting little um, blogs or blurbs of information. And this one for Eve, she was the first woman created by God to be a companion and a helper for Adam the first man. Everything was perfect in the Adam, in the Garden of Eden. Everything was perfect. But the devil, Satan, did not like that. And when Eve believed the lies of the devil, she was influenced, and she influenced Adam to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And that was breaking God's command. Actually, God allowed them to have everything else, but that's what the enemy tempted them to go after. Eve's lesson was costly. God can be trusted, but Satan cannot. Whenever we choose our own selfish desires over those of God, bad consequences will follow. Most often, we fall to the deceptions of the enemy when we believe that it will be to our own advantage in some way that we will um, be successful at something in some way by doing it. Well, Satan was very cunning and deceiving Eve, wasn't he? (laughs) Actually, the enemy is is cunning in efforts to deceive us all, and he keeps working at it, keeps working at it. It goes around like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we may have abundant life overflowing. If not successful in one way, there will be temptations and trials in another way. It's important to the enemy that we remain or become deceived so he can change and destroy the good balance in the earth and all living creatures that enjoy it. But we know the rest of the story. The enemy, the devil, has already failed. Those who are Jesus believers, Jesus lovers, look forward to Jesus coming again soon. Still, day by day, hour by hour, we hear and see lies of the enemy. Restlessly, he seeks to deceive us and distract us so he can destroy us. We compare our sin to others. It's tempting to look at others and say, well, I'm not doing so bad. Look what they're doing. Oh, they're so much worse. We think we're not hurting anyone else. Sometimes we think sin is only present um, in certain circumstances. 
and we twist God's word. That's the enemy's oldest trick in the book. The serpent used it in Eve. Did God really say? <laughs> and then we believe that we can repent and change later. But you know, God sees our heart. He knows if we're truly sorry. He knows if we truly walk away from it. So what's the remedy? How can we escape it all? Our God is our, is greater Our God is greater than the enemy. He is stronger. He's the creator of the universe. He's already provided a way for us to be victorious. And what is that way to victory? Well, let me spell it out. J-E-S-U-S. Jesus, the Messiah, the Prince of Peace, our Redeemer, has already defeated the enemy. So let me take a moment to share with you my testimony, and it looks a whole lot like Psalm 40. I was lost, deep in sin. I had fallen into the the pit of despair, the lowest part of the pit of despair with no hope at all. But Jesus held out his hand and rescued me. Thank God I chose to grasp his hand. He gave me the opportunity to repent, to believe in him, and to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And he pulled me out of that pit. He saved me. Others see the change in me and want to be redeemed by Jesus as well. There is a glorious future in all of that with Jesus in eternity. Mm, Glorious future with Jesus in eternity. I hope that you'll turn to Psalm 40, 1 through 3, and make that your testimony. I love to encourage listeners to accept Jesus if they've not done so already. It's the most important decision that we can ever make. Truly, He is uh, the priority of our life, and it is a matter of life and death. Here are some powerful scriptures about salvation. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God demonstrated his ultimate unconditional love for us. Another important scripture is John fourteen six. Jesus told them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the way. Have you confessed Jesus? Well, let's read Romans 10, 9. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's not hard. It is a decision. People who make that important decision to become a believer need to confess it out loud. Whether you've accepted Jesus or not, Let us pray this prayer together and out loud. Dear Jesus, I know who you are. You're the only begotten Son of God. And I know what you did. You suffered on the cross even for me. And you paid for my sins. You rose from the grave. You defeated death. And I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless without you. But I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I I repent of my sins. I walk away from them. Help me, Lord, in that because I will be tempted. And I ask you now to come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me, and I will serve you all of my life. 
In Jesus' name, amen. If this is your first time in saying this prayer and you said it believing in your heart that you are, then you are saved, born again, and you have just started your Christian walk and your relationship with Jesus. I want to encourage you as you travel your own Christian walk, there may be detours and potholes along the way, trials and tribulations, but overcoming happens as you follow Jesus in all you do, study the Word of God, obey and praise the Lord in all things, always with gratitude, enjoying abundance in His calling, His purpose for your life, as well as joy, peace, and love. I want to read to you a scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 11. We are pressed on every side by troubles. We are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Victory is in Jesus. As we focus on Jesus, we are not distracted, deceived, or destroyed. We may be struck down for a moment, but not defeated. Praise the Lord. When we're spending our time in His presence, we have joy and peace. He fills us up with His love, and as His vessels, we pour it out for others. We serve Him by serving others, and we become more and more like Jesus. (laughs) As we draw close to Him in worship and service, we keep ourselves under the umbrella of protection, faith. From deceptions, and distractions that the enemy continually throws at us. Let me end this episode with this, a salutation found in 2 Corinthians. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for joining me today on Wednesday's episode, Sword of the Spirit, which is with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. As you may know, every Monday we have Hope and Faith Journey, where we address challenges and and looking for encouragement and healing. And every Friday we have Karen's Book Corner, where I talk about books I've written and writings that other authors have done. Always looking for encouragement and healing. Well, this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website contact page and look at the and give me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is is most welcome. And that's KarenJaneCasey.com. And then also at my website, you can find resource material regarding domestic violence and my books, my blogs, and more about podcasts. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, all of them for encouragement and healing, especially if they've brought you in any positive change, please let me know. Also, I'd appreciate a review on Amazon. Well, thank you, and God bless.